0: What's up, suspect listeners? It is your host, Katie. Welcome back to another episode. So for this week, I, I think I mentioned that I had planned an I survived case for this week. But to be honest with you guys, I had to watch a YouTube video to take the notes, so they're just kind of messy. So I kind of need to like rearrange them and like go over them before I just sit down and record so it's not like... I don't know, so I I don't sound like a sixth grader trying to read about this, so um, I'm definitely going to do that, and that will be coming out within the next few episodes, but today I figured that we would just do, you know, another quick Reddit episode. They are fun, easy, and I kind of found a crazy story that I want to read to you guys. So, yeah, that's the plan for today's episode. Um, Just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. The I Survived case that I picked is really, really good. So I just want to make sure that I'm covering it appropriately, that I have the energy needed for it. So we're going to put a pause on that just until I rearrange my messy-ass notes. (laughs) I don't know if anybody listening actually got to participate in spring break, whether you're a teacher or a student or in college, whatever the case may be. But I'm assuming for most people that it's probably over now. I think the one in Colorado just ended, and then I know the one in Florida just ended as well. So if you're getting back to work, school, whatever it is that you do this week, I hope that so far you guys will probably be listening to this on Wednesday. I hope so far it's been nice and peaceful, kind of just getting back into the routine Um, I'm actually getting ready to go back into a stricter routine myself next week. I told you guys I got a new job, so I had to go today to get fingerprints, and, like, I guess they, you guys know they do them at the UPS store now, like, and I, I honestly didn't know that, so I'm used to, like, going to, you know, in Florida to, like, the actual lab type shit to get my fingerprints done, but... I just went to the UPS store and it almost was like literally like a self kiosk where I did everything myself and that shit took like 15 or 20 minutes because my problem is is that your hands can't be too oily but they also can't be too dry because they need to be able to lift a fingerprint so for some reason on my left hand my middle not my middle finger but my ring finger was like so oily And I kept having to, like, wipe it off and dry it off. And, ugh, it took me, like, fucking 12 minutes just to get my fucking left hand fingerprinted. And then the right hand literally took, like, two or three minutes. So, yeah, that was my experience at the UPS post office. Or, no, yeah, 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 not the post office. UPS getting my fingerprints done. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I go back to kind of a little bit more of a normal routine next week. And I'm low-key excited for it because... I've kind of had more of a relaxed schedule these last, like, six to eight months, and I'm excited to be back on a routine. You know what's so funny is, like, I, I mean, I most of the people listening to this are my age, thankfully, or, like, older or a little bit younger, but, like, for anybody under 18 listening, even when you, like, get to your mid-20s, like, you know... Having a routine is so crucial for, like, children, right? That's why when kids go to school or daycare, like, they have pretty much, like, the same classes every day at the same time. They do the same thing every day at the same time, right? Like, routine is crucial for young people. And that's something that they really drill into us in school. And then when you graduate school you kind of have to make your own routine. So like even if you're working, like you could still not have a good routine for yourself when you get home. Like whatever. If you're not working, you probably definitely don't have a routine. Um, Whatever. So but even when you get to your mid 20s, young people, hear me out. Having a routine is so crucial still because, you know, it helps you keep your goals or whatever you're trying to accomplish in line. It helps you make sure you're eating right you're exercising you're going to bed at a fucking decent time like that's been my problem like these last eight months is I go to bed at like three or four a.m and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like I can't sleep all next day so uh yeah I'm gonna be starting I'm gonna start going to bed at like n- like I'm gonna start going to bed at like 10 30 I'm gonna try to get myself a decent amount of sleep every night I'm gonna try to eat my meals at decent times every day um go back to the gym guys you know like i just i don't know i have so much i want to do and i'm just so hopeful that like this is really just going to get my mind aligned with those things you know look good feel good do good (laughs) whatever it is they say so that's all i'm trying to do so i'm trying to do so you know you guys know
1: this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg
0: You guys know if you have any good energy, send it my way. I'm sending everybody listening to my voice right now. Good energy. We're manifesting good things and we're going to manifest that. It just keeps going up, guys. We're going to keep manifesting those opportunities, those things we want to accomplish, whatever it is. So I'm hopeful, guys. Like, I know we're like almost four months into March, and a lot of people have just, like, honestly kind of had a shitty, first part of the year. And I'm 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 there with you. <laughs> like I haven't had like it bad, but I haven't had a great, you know. I'm one of those people, but I know a lot of people have had it bad. But guys, I have good feelings about this year, so uh, I don't know. I just really hope everybody listening to this like really has a good year and like I don't know. I sound carny but I mean it. I feel like all of you listening truly truly are my friends. Like you guys support me listening. You support me on the socials. You support me, you know, buying merch like some of you did. And I just, I don't know, I really love you guys and I appreciate you. And that's just my wish for this year is that everybody listening to this podcast has at least one thing that they've been manifesting or an opportunity that they've been hunting happen for them. No questions asked. The universe just delivering. (laughs) I need to take a sip of my fucking coffee because for some reason... Denver decided that it's still going to be cold. (laughs) Like somebody told me here that spring is like the coldest and it snows the most here during that time. What the fuck ever? Okay, whatever. This Florida girl is ready for sunshine right after her birthday, right even before my birthday because I want to be able to wear like something cute and that obviously did not happen this year. I have this dress in my closet that I've never worn. So I need it to warm up here. So that I have a reason to wear it. I don't give a fuck if I have to go to lunch or dinner by myself. I want to wear this dress that I look good in. And Colorado is holding me the fuck back. (laughs) Is what I'm trying to say. Colorado is holding me back. (sighs) I say all that because I was taking a sip of my coffee right now. So we can go ahead and jump into today's episode. So before we jump into the Reddit portion. You guys... I'm going to be honest with you. You guys know I'm very straightforward. I am never really exaggerating when I'm speaking to you about anything. So hear me out. I'm on Twitter a couple hours ago. and I'm just scrolling. You guys know you see stuff from like people you follow. You see stuff that's trending. You see stuff like based off of things that you've liked. Whatever. So I'm scrolling and something, I don't know if it was trending or if it was based off of my likes. But it was one of those. I see the craziest shit, you guys. The craziest shit on my fucking newsfeed that I did not believe that it was real for a second. I was taken back for probably like two or three minutes and I was investigating because I was like, there's no fucking way in 2022 that this is a real headline. And if it is a real headline, it's it's probably clickbait, right? Like they're probably exaggerating. Like nobody of any high power would say that. I mean, I don't know. That's what I would like to think, but then also I think about the fact that people like Donald Trump have been in office to where, you know what, it doesn't really surprise me what they would hire high level wise in politics at this point. Because if that motherfucker was in place, I guess anybody could be in place. Um so, um, I found an article on the tweet that I saw, and I'm gonna read through the article to you guys and then I'm gonna discuss my thoughts on it just a little bit um my perspective and if you're new to the podcast um I'm sorry if you hate the podcast that talk about political shit right I get that I get that I fucking hate politics to be honest with you guys I hate politics I I don't like I hate them. I think that they're all corrupt and evil and everybody's just trying to get money and do whatever the fuck they can to do that, right? But here's my problem. When we're questioning basic human rights, that's where I have to step in and I do have to address what I see. Because if I didn't, what is the point of this podcast? For anybody listening that might disagree, anything politically that I'm speaking on, um... Get off the podcast. I mean, no offense. We are all entitled to our own opinions. But like I said, anything politics-wise that I'm going to be discussing on Suspect, you can guarantee that it's not – I'm not just discussing it to talk about good old politics. I'm discussing it because something in it has made me angry to where they're questioning – human equality human rights like whatever the case that may be whether that's with minority women a general sense of people it does not matter to me i'm gonna call that out so i just feel like i needed to say that if you are an avid listener of suspect (laughs) you already know what's up you know i'm passionate you know i'm about to get into this you know when i say i saw this on social media and i was stunned that i was actually stunned to the point where I had to literally put my phone down after I investigated through this a little bit because I just could not fucking believe that this happened. Okay, so I'm going to be citing today from the Washington Post. It's an article um, that was posted today, and I will link this article in the show notes as well so you guys can read through this, tell me your thoughts, tell me your POV, whatever. You guys know I like hearing your thoughts on these things just as much as I like sharing mine, so don't be afraid to do that. Unless you're just disgusting and have awful thoughts on this because, like I said, it's about rights. It's about rights and equality, guys. That has nothing to do with anything else, taking sides. Like, there are no sides to be taken in situations like this. Like, I can't stress that enough. There's no fucking sides to be taken in scenarios like this. It's basic human equality. I'm hitting my hand, if you can't hear that. Okay. Okay. So, again, this is from the Washington Post. The title of this is Republican Senator Mike Braun says Supreme Court should leave decisions on interracial marriage abortion to the states. So, for those of you that don't know, just a little disclaimer here. um, Mike Braun is the senator in Indiana. So Senator Mike Braun says Tuesday that he would be open to the Supreme Court overturning its 1967 ruling that legalized interracial marriage nationwide to allow states to independently decide the issue. (sighs) That right there, I already like, I'm like holding breath in my lungs because this whole thing just makes me so mad, but you guys will see.
2: Indiana U.S. Senator Mike Braun stirring up controversy with comments he made today about interracial marriage and
1: abortion. It happened as he discussed what he looks for when evaluating Supreme Court nominees. Senator Braun was on a conference call with media talking about what he's looking for when it comes to the nomination process of Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson. That is because the Senate Judiciary Committee is holding confirmation hearings for Jackson. Braun says what he wants out of a Supreme Court justice is someone who interprets the law, not someone who acts as an activist. Braun told reporters that he views the Supreme Court decision to legalize abortion as a case of judicial activism he says it's an issue that should have been left up to each individual state and when asked by a reporter he said the 1967 supreme court decision to legalize interracial marriage should have been left up to the states not the federal government this is the entirety of what he said
2: when it comes to issues you can't have it both ways uh, when you uh, want that diversity to shine within our federal system there are going to be uh, rules and uh, proceedings. They're going to be out of sync with maybe what other states would do. It's a beauty of the system. And uh, that's where uh, the differences among points of view in our 50 states ought to express themselves. And I'm not saying that rule would apply in general, depending on the topic, but it should mostly be in general because it's hard to have it on issues that you just are interested in when you deny it for others with a different point of view. So you would be okay with the Supreme Court leaving the question of interracial marriage to the states? Yes, I think that that's something that uh, if you're not wanting the Supreme Court to weigh in on issues like that, uh, you're not going to be able to have your cake and eat it too. I think that's hypocritical.
1: And by the way, Senator Braun said that Supreme Court nominee, Kentonji Brown-Jackson, seems well-qualified but says he will wait for the process to play out before he makes his decision on whether or not to approve her nomination. A statement tonight from the Indiana Democratic Party, quote, Mike Braun's words and views are not only un-American, but beneath any respectable person wishing to hold public office. The United States Supreme Court has affirmed many times that marriage equality in our country extends to... Any Any committed couple, regardless of sex, race, orientation, or religious affiliation, and to question that legitimacy questions the very fabric of America and its people, end quote.
0: Okay. Braun, who made the comments during a conference call in which he discussed the nomination of Judge Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, also said that he'd welcome the overturning of several key decisions made by the court in the past 70 years to pass the power to the states. His remarks were first reported by local outlets NWI.com and WFYI Indianapolis. Critical of activism from the bench, Braun cited a series of landmark decisions made by the court, including Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion, and Loving v. Virginia, which legalized interracial marriage. When asked by a reporter... (sighs) Whether he would consider the Supreme Court potentially striking down Roe this year to be judicial activism, Braun said that what justices did in 1973 to pass Roe versus Wade was judicial activism. That issue should have never been federalized. It was way out of sync, I think, with the contour of America then, he said. One side of the aisle wants to homogenize issues federally, and that is not the right way to do it. Individual states, he said, should be able to weigh in on these issues through their own legislation, through their own court systems. The same reporter asked Braun whether he would reply whether he would apply the same judgment to Loving versus Virginia, and Braun said yes. I think that that's something that if you're not wanting the Supreme Court to weigh in on issues like that, you're not going to be able to have your cake and eat it too, he said. I think that's hypocritical. The reporter asked whether Braun would say the same about Griswold versus Connecticut, which is the 1965 Supreme Court decision that a state's ban on the use of contraceptives violated the right to marital privacy. You can list a whole host of issues, Braun said. When it comes down to whatever they are, I'm going to say that they're not all going to make you happy within a given state, but that we're better off having states manifest their point of views rather than homogenizing it across the country as Roe versus Wade did. In a statement to the Washington Post after the conference call, Braun said that he misunderstood the reporter's questions on Loving versus Virginia and stressed that he opposes racism. I misunderstood a line of questioning that ended up being about interracial marriage. Bron said, "Let me be clear on that issue. There is no question that the Constitution prohibits discrimination of any kind, of any kind, based on race. That is not something that is even up for debate. And I condemn racism in any form, at all levels, and by any states, entities, or individuals." Braun did not comment on whether he also misunderstood the line of questioning on Roe or Griswold, which we all know he did not. Braun said that while Jackson seems qualified for a seat on the court, he expects her not to be an activist during her tenure. Stick with interpreting the law, Braun said, according to FWYI. Don't legislate from the bench. Which, side note here, um... I'm all for the title activist here, but people wouldn't have to be an activist if we were just doing things that were morally correct. Like if we weren't making equality and the fight to be in control of our own bodies, such a thing. Like, I mean, well, I'm, I, okay. You guys know what I mean though? Like Republicans always do this thing where they accuse everybody of being an activist. Like, it's such a bad thing. Because one, it's not. Like, you're that just means you're standing up for what's right, in a sense, right? So we wouldn't have this constant need for activists if you guys just did what was fucking right, bro. Like, what a concept. Just do what's fucking right. And then you wouldn't have people trying to be activists and... T- the problem is, is that you guys don't want to do what is right. So you call these people activists because they're wanting to do what is right and go ag- go against what you're saying. Like, it's what Ruby Bridges was saying in her TED Talk that I posted on the last podcast episode. Going against the grain. That's what they considered an activist. Going against the grain. Going against what they deem is correct. Like, no, I'm sorry, you're not correct. You're not fucking correct. I feel like I'm yelling into my mic. I'm sorry if that was loud. <laughs> I'm so sorry if that was loud. As the Senate weighs Jackson's nomination, some of Braun's fellow Senate Republicans have questioned landmark Supreme Court decisions. On Monday, Senator Marsha Blackburn, during her questioning of Jackson, said that she opposes Griswold, calling the decision constitutionally unsound. Senator John Corrin questioned Jackson on Tuesday on the court's authority in the decision in 2015 that legalized marriage equality, meaning same-sex marriage. When the Supreme Court decides that something that is not even in the Constitution is a fundamental right and no state can pass any law that conflicts with, with the Supreme Court's edict, especially in an area where people have sincerely held religious beliefs, doesn't that necessarily create a conflict between what people may believe as a matter of their religious doctrine or faith and what the federal government says is the law of the land? Jackson responded with, That is the nature of a right. When there is a right, it means that there are limitations on regulation, even if people are regulating pursuant to their sincerely held religious beliefs, Jackson said. Um, So yeah, that is an article posted today. And for those of you wondering who Judge Jackson is, Judge Brown Jackson is an American attorney and jurist who has served as a federal judge on the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit since 2021. She is a current nominee for the Supreme Court, awaiting confirmation in the Senate. And if she was elected by the Senate, she would be the first black woman to be elected to a high court position such as this. So... Yeah, that's a great article on the Washington Post. I will make sure to post that so you guys are able to read it and look at all this information. But back to my thoughts before we skip off of this here. Um, let me click back to this article. Sorry. I was trying to find something. Yes. So Senator Mike Braun um, slips up on a conference and it says this. And there's a video of this that I will also post in the show notes that you guys can go see. But Here's the problem, right, is that he comes out with a statement, you know, as a misunderstanding, I don't condemn any racism. Appreciated. But they asked this man this same question multiple times and rephrased it to the point where it was not confusing. They asked him about Loving versus Virginia, and then they said, so just to verify you would be okay with states having their independent decisions on interracial marriage. They asked him two or three times using the word interracial marriage and not just loving versus Virginia. So that's the problem is that you you either can't fucking hear or you just didn't think that it was going to blow up the way that it did so you still responded with what, what you actually thought. Like you said it with your whole fucking chest. Like I was baffled you guys because you have to imagine i'm on twitter so i didn't even see this full article until i looked this up to read to you guys i saw like two or three tweets about it and then the next thing was the video and i was like oh my fucking god bro like are you serious because how you you in that position should not (laughs) one i mean we know be able to say stuff like that but we know they do but be able to say stuff like that so openly on our broadcast two if that actually was a mistake why are we electing people that make mistakes like this guys because that's a big mistake like I can't explain that like that even if you tell people that was a mistake like you that you were asked three or four times the same question like it being rephrased and them trying to verify and you verified like so I mean, that's awful. You guys that it's really, really, really fucking awful. And of course they immediately came out with a statement for that because Twitter was, I mean, I'm sure all social medias were, but Twitter was going fucking wild with that when I saw that. So I'm just baffled you guys. And here's my thing, right? Um, I debated whether I was going to talk about this or not, but This Roe versus Wade thing, I know a lot of people feel differently about it, right? We all have – everybody listening has their own opinions on whether they think abortion should be legal or not. And here's what I will say, and I have a couple things. If you or somebody that you know has not been in a position – has not been in a position where you or they have had to make that decision – I don't want to hear from you. I'll start there. Two, if you are not a woman, I don't want to hear from you. I don't. I really don't. I really, I really, really don't give a fuck if there's a man listening to this and you're offended by that. I wouldn't give a shit if my dad was listening to this and offended by that because I stand by what I believe in and I believe in that. If you are a man, keep your fucking mouth shut. to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price, price, line. that doesn't agree with abortion? That's fine you guys I know a lot of women that don't agree with it but you know what? They do support the people that have had that done they're not making nasty comments on their social media, they're not texting their friends that they know have had one done, nasty things about it, they're not doing any of that So if you are a woman that does not agree with that, here's where we're really going to break it down. (laughs) You morally don't agree with that because of religious purpose, most likely, right? You most likely don't agree with that strictly because of a religious purpose, whether you went to church your whole life or you're a believer, whatever the case is. And that's fine. That's your opinion, guys. Nobody's fucking telling you that you're a disgusting human being. That's fine. That's totally fine. But here is the problem. If you morally believe that abortion is incorrect and sinful in all these things because of a religious purpose or because of religion at all, and you're still speaking like a nasty little bitch to people that are supporting it or have had that done – you're losing your purpose, sweetheart. You're not You're not accomplishing what you think you are. Like, all the protesters that go to abortion clinics that are claiming to be Christians and screaming at people that fucking go up to them, fuck you. Literally, I saw a TikTok the other day where people were doing that, and this girl was just walking around calling them out because you have so much. There's so many other things that you could be doing in that moment besides making young girls feel worse about something that they – had to come to terms with like this. This makes me so fucking mad, you guys, so fucking mad when I see politics talking about turning this decision over, or I see certain states or certain fucking senators or mayors or whoever the fuck they are, even if they're normal people on my social media, speaking down on women that have had that happen or speaking down on the fact that that is legal at all, shut up I am telling you guys it is taking everything in me not to fucking snap when I see that like and I'm going on a rant right now and I'm sorry but I'm so tired of it, you guys because I'll be honest with you this is the first time I've ever said this out loud I have a personal experience with that and maybe one day I'll tell you the story and maybe one day I won't but you know what somebody you know has probably had an abortion Whether you agree with it or not. So when you get on social media with your little fucking Twitter fingers and you're just talking shit about women that have abortion and the laws that have been passed and this and this and how it's disgusting. People can see that, you guys. People that you know that have had abortions and maybe you don't know it, but they are people that you know. Come on. I mean, I'm not telling you to agree with it, but I am telling you that you cannot condemn people for it, you guys. You cannot condemn people for it. I told you I had a personal experience and I've had people that I thought that I trusted and loved very dearly that knew about that text me and use that as fucking blackmail. They tried to blackmail me with it or tried to make me feel less of a woman because of it or disgusting or whatever the case was. Like, that's not okay. And that is why I'm so passionate about it and I get so mad when I see it on social media because what in the fuck are you guys doing? Even if you don't agree with something, that does not mean you have the right to fucking condemn or speak down to somebody because of it. And like I said, most of the things that we don't agree with you guys morally or that we grew up most of our lives, especially people that went to church thinking were incorrect, We only morally think it's incorrect because of religious intent. Whether we're talking about same-sex marriages, abortion, some of you might think tattoos are a sin, some of you might think piercings are a sin, cussing, sex before marriage. All of those are deemed morally incorrect because of religious intent. And that is what you guys really have to break it down to. And that is all I'll say on that. Actually, this is what I will say. These Republicans in this article are talking about why are we... Let me, find, let me find the quote. When the Supreme Court decides that something that is not even in the Constitution is a fundamental right and that no state can pass any law that conflicts with the Supreme Court's edict, especially in an area where people have sincerely held religious beliefs, doesn't that necessarily create a conflict between what people may believe as a matter of their religious doctrine or faith and what the federal government says is the land of the law? (laughs) I don't... I, I could just snap right here because you're referencing a constitution that was written in 1787, bro. Like, a lot of things would be extremely different if we were following every little thing that said. So um I just cannot (laughs) I mean this whole article is crazy you guys will have to read through it and like I said tell me your thoughts but I just cannot believe that any of this was a conversation like that these people (laughs) would try to overturn these things that were legalized in the 60s like what are you guys doing? Like, ah. It's crazy, bro. I just, like, it breaks my heart that, like, you think that you're getting places, you know? Like, you think you're getting somewhere with, like, politicians or, like, society. And then stuff like this comes out and you're just, like, fucking crushed. Because you're, like, okay. We took two steps forward and now we're taking 62 steps back. Because what in the actual fuck is this? Like, literally, what the fuck is this? <laughs> make sure to check out the show notes for this article um, and then I'll also post the Twitter link to the video that I saw and I think it's like a whole thread so you guys can like read through the threads on Twitter and the comments on there as well but even if it was a mistake it doesn't fucking matter we should not have people like that make mistakes like this so fucking accessible in politics and in society. These are the people that are making decisions for us, guys. Like, do you not understand that? These people that we are electing are making decisions. Like, oh my gosh. Like, pay attention, you guys. I am just going on a fucking politic rant. I am so sorry. We're going to get off this. But this is very important to me, as I mentioned, so. Okay, so... I'm going to take a quick break and then we are going to hop in to this crazy Reddit thread I found. Okay, so the Reddit thread that we're going to be reading from today well, it's actually not even a thread, it's just one story that I thought was kind of crazy. And I wanted to rant about Mike Braun and <laughs> all that stuff in the beginning. So I'm going to read you guys this story. I'm going to read you guys this story. It is from Reddit No Sleep. So people can post all kinds of crazy stories on there that. might make you not want to sleep at night so I read this one and actually this went viral on Twitter a couple weeks ago I think so some of you may have seen this but my friend Blake shout out to my girl um, recommended me to read this on here she sent it to me on Twitter and I was like yes girl you know me I am absolutely gonna read that on the podcast so the title of this is my mother-in-law was poisoning me then I found out why And this was written three years ago, but I think a lot of people just saw it recently. So, let's go ahead and read it. Everyone has their own nightmare-in-law story, though I couldn't imagine how bad mine would be. As it turns out, the worst thing wasn't my mother-in-law poisoning me. The worst thing was why she did it. I met Craig on one of my rare vacations, and we sort of had a whirlwind relationship. We fell hard for each other and we were married in a courthouse wedding within two months without ever meeting each other's families. Mine visited a few weeks later and after their initial shock they really liked Craig. While we got moved in together and figured out married life I got to hear more about his parents who lived near the rest of his extended family a few hours away though we never saw them. My work schedule was rough. I work like six or seven days a week and and my off days are a blur of appointments and errands. I think in the two years before I met Craig, I only left the city once. I finally got a few days off so that we could head to his family's to visit about six months later. His whole family came over, and everyone seemed thrilled to meet me except for his mom, Betsy. She was cold and distant and could sit there without saying a single word to me. It was creepy, but I kept trying to spark up a conversation. On our last day, he announced that we should take an afternoon hike up into the National Park, their house sat just on the edge of. Betsy made lunch, and I was changing to go out when it hit me, just waves of nausea. I wound up in the bathroom for hours that afternoon. I figured it was just a touch of something, and I didn't really think anything of it. We went back a few months later, and again, we had a great time, except for Betsy. She wouldn't talk to me, though Craig brushed it off and said that she was just getting to know me. He finally said that we could rent jet skis the next day and explore a lake in the next town as a way to get out of the house and unwind, which made me feel better. I was so excited to tell everyone where we were going, but it wasn't to be. After eating, I got so sick I could barely walk for the next two days. At this point, I started to get suspicious. No one else was sick, and we all ate some of the same food. It seemed like Betsy might have been up to something, but it wasn't until our next visit when a night in a romantic cottage, another hour up the road, was canceled due to me getting sick that I was sure Betsy was poisoning me. Craig said that I was insane. He said it must be an allergy to something his mom used in her cooking, which actually made sense, though I never had time for an appointment to get it checked out. Still, I decided on the next trip that I'd make a big casserole and bring it with us. If I cooked the food and served it, nothing could be added. Well, I hadn't had about two bites before I realized that I left the wine I was drinking unattended while I was heating up the casserole And my stomach was already doing flips. You know what happened next, and it was not pretty. I was so sure his mom was poisoning me, and I confronted Craig about it. I told him I wouldn't visit his family again if she was there. It was our first big fight, but he finally said that he would not force me to visit and that we could figure out how to best deal with the situation. She had never been nice to me, so it was not a loss. The next time I got off, we decided that we'd head to that little cottage that we had rented before and we hadn't been able to use. We were driving right past his family's place, and it seemed rude not to stop, so we compromised and brought some pizzas. I even decided just not to drink anything unless it was water from the tap. We got in and threw the pizza on our plates when one of his cousins arrived and everybody briefly left the food unattended. I realized my mistake almost immediately and decided to try an experiment. Craig and I both had two slices, so I just switched our plates while everyone was in the next room. Craig was so sick, I was really worried about him. The drive back to the city was awful. We had to pull off a lot, and he was a mess. We had been back home for three days before I broke down and told him I switched the plates. I've never seen such anger before. The rage in his eyes is something I'll remember for the rest of my life. He shoved me into a wall and then came flying at me. He threw me over the couch, but I somehow managed to grab my keys and phone and I ran out of the door, not even wearing shoes. Yeah, smart move, girlfriend. Just fucking go. Like, Fuck you, Craig. Fuck you, Craig. I don't trust Craigs.
1: Families have a lot going on.
0: I got lucky with the elevator and I made it to a friend's place safely, finally turning off my phone after I missed his 47th call. 47 missed calls. Sorry I was busy, but I didn't miss (laughs) y'all. I had no idea what to do or when it would be safe to go home. It was the scariest time of my life. It was two days before I turned my phone back on, and when I heard the message from the police, I drove upstate immediately. Craig was dead. Betsy had shot him after he broke into her house and charged at her with a knife. I learned that Craig had been married once before, and his wife had died on a tragic hiking accident. Craig made a lot of money in the life insurance payout, and Betsy always suspected that Craig had killed her and was nervous about letting him be alone with me, especially out in the remote area that he was so familiar with from his childhood. So, she ensured that every time he planned an outing, that I would be sick. It wasn't easy, but she didn't think I would believe her, as no one else had ever shared her suspicions about Craig. I found the life insurance policies he took out on me without my knowledge afterwards, and and refused to press charges against Betsy. She was only trying to protect me. I visit her from time to time when I need to get out of the city. I love her cooking. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, that is a Reddit story that I found, or that Blake sent to me. And I was shook. Like, this is fucking wild. She was literally being poisoned by her mother-in-law to try and be protected. And Betsy shot Craig. Craig dead. Oh my gosh, I read this and I was shook. I cannot believe that. Well, hey, that just goes to show that sometimes... Sometimes mother-in-laws are like, nah, fuck that. I'm not supporting that. Psycho? (laughs) That's insane. Yeah, Blake, thanks again for sending that. If you guys see any more crazy Reddit stories that you want me to read, send those over. You know I like to read them, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, email it to me. Um, Yeah, that's insane. I would never want to be married again after that, you know? I'd be like nah that's I tried I tried I tried (laughs) that's the best I can say right now Betsy you feel me well I hope you guys enjoyed the episode I have been recording for almost an hour now um yeah I'm sorry that my little political rant at the beginning took up most of the episode but we got to talk about these things you guys know we have to talk about the things people don't want to discuss, the hard conversations, the things people don't want to have opinions on, or at least they don't want anybody else to know that they have opinions on. I guess it's a better way to word that. Yeah, I mean, I just feel very passionately about, like, all of it. Like, equality should never be a question. And I don't know why it keeps getting brought up as it's some debate, something that we should still, like, be questioning. It... I I really baffles me. You guys know. I mean, I'm sure for the older people listening to this that were you know maybe alive when things were different. I don't know. You've get you've got to see both sides of the playing field. But for me, like you know, I was born in '97, and by the time I was old enough to realize what politics actually were changes were being made and I was going back and learning history. So it's like, I mean, I know this history and I know that this is a thing, but it doesn't change the fact that it's like equality should not be a question. It should not be a fucking question. Whether we're talking about the black community, the Hispanic community, the Asian community, the LGBTQ community, like any of it, like none of it should be a question. Like we should all be Treating each other like equals. Loving each other like equals. Supporting each other like equals. And anybody who's not on that wavelength needs to just fucking be booted. Like at this point, I don't want to keep having these same conversations with the people that are supposed to be our quote unquote leaders. Because who are you leading if you're not supporting all communities? You're only leading your community. Like that's not your job as a leader. You're supposed to lead all the communities because we're all one like it's just (sighs) read the article let me know what you guys think um if you see anything else crazy in the political world that you think needs to be discussed on the podcast um something questioning equality or minority rights women's rights whatever that is Send it over to me and we will get into it. (laughs) You know we will get into it. I might get on here and yell for 30 minutes about it, but we're going to get into it. (laughs) Again, if you guys have any crazy Reddit stories, crazy Reddit threads, any crazy stories of your own that you want to share, send those over to suspectpodcast1 at gmail.com. Follow the Instagram at suspectpodcast can also follow my personal Instagram at Katie underscore Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-D-Y on Instagram. I'm thinking about like getting a P.O. box like set up. What do you guys think about that? Because I've had some people ask me like where they could send stuff. So I'm thinking about getting like a P.O. box set up where you guys can like send letters or whatever, you know, you want to send. I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, I get some emails, I get some stuff on social media, so If you thought about reaching out about anything, like, please do it because it really does make my day when I get a message, a review, a rating, anything from you guys. I like like to interact with you and read what you say and have conversations with you. So I'm pretty good about responding to people. I don't think there's anybody that I haven't responded to. So don't feel like you're going to reach out and not get a response. (laughs) Like, I promise you, you will. I'm pretty on top of stuff like that because, you know you guys are important to me what's that um oh my god I gotta look it up now sorry I got distracted <laughs> I smoked a joint before I did this oh my god do you guys remember this song hold on hold on hold on I might have to move the mic down this is my song to you guys okay hold on a second my wi-fi is going slow you is, is for you and me and it is raining where for anywhere time at all you're down in the deep blue sea okay not that part the first part the first part is my part to you guys okay well thank you guys for listening um please follow the instagrams please leave me a review and a rating And message me, message me, please message me. (laughs) All right, let me get off here and stop being annoying. I love you guys and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. And you'll hear from me again by Friday.